This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Windsor Johnston. President Biden says he's willing to meet with House Speaker Mike Johnson to discuss another round of assistance to fund Ukraine's defense against Russia. Speaking to reporters at the White House today, Biden also blasted congressional Republicans for failing to pass a national security bill that would have provided additional aid to Ukraine. They're making a big mistake not responding. Look. The way they're walking away from the threat of Russia, the way they're walking away from NATO, the way they're walking away from meeting our obligations, is just shocking. I've been for a while. I've never seen anything like this. The Senate tried to advance a bipartisan border security package that paired national security funds for Ukraine, but Speaker Johnson declared the bill dead on arrival in the House. A member of Israel's war cabinet says a military operation in Gaza's southernmost city would take place in about three weeks. That is, unless Hamas releases Israeli hostages. NPR's Daniel Estrin reports from Tel Aviv. One of the leading members of Israel's war cabinet, Minister Benny Gantz, called on Hamas to release Israeli hostages before the beginning of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan in mid-March. If by Ramadan... Hostages are not home. The fighting will continue everywhere to include Rafah area. Israel vows to send troops to Rafah, where the majority of Gaza's population is now sheltering. The U.S. opposes such an operation without a plan to safely evacuate Palestinian civilians. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization says a main southern Gaza hospital is no longer functional. Israel's army says its troops took over Nasser Hospital and arrested hundreds of militants inside. Daniel Estrin, NPR News, Tel Aviv. The Israeli foreign minister says Brazil's president is no longer welcome in Israel. NPR's Kerry Khan reports Brazil's ambassador to Israel has been summoned to a meeting following comments by the leader equating the war in Gaza to the Holocaust. President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva was speaking to African leaders in Ethiopia when he criticized Israel's offensive against Hamas, saying there was no parallel in other historical moments but then added, quote, it did exist when Hitler decided to kill the Jews. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Lula had crossed a red line and should be ashamed of himself. Foreign Minister Israel Katz said, quote, the president is not welcome in Israel until he apologizes. Lula's visit to Egypt and Ethiopia has been overshadowed by the comment. At home, political opponents and Jewish leaders say he is stoking anti-Semitism. Kerry Kahn, NPR News, Rio de Janeiro. This is NPR. Forecasters say a powerful storm is expected to bring flooding, strong winds, and the possibility of tornadoes through parts of California today. The National Weather Service says the central coast is at risk for significant flooding, with up to five inches of rain predicted for several regions. Flood watches and warnings have been posted along the state's coastline. Rwanda has disapproved a recent statement issued by the United States that criticized it over escalating violence in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Michael Koloki has more. 
Rwanda said it will seek clarification from the U.S. government regarding the statement it issued over the weekend. The U.S. had said it blames the escalating violence in the east of the Democratic Republic of Congo on the M23 rebel group, which it says is supported by Rwanda. The M23, which was formed a little more than a decade ago, has been involved in a number of intense clashes with Congolese forces over the past year. Rwanda has continuously denied claims it supports the M23. Thousands of people have been displaced from their homes as a result of the fighting. The violence has also disrupted food supplies that are relied on by more than 2 million people. For NPR News, I'm Michael Kaluki in Nairobi. One of the world's most iconic tourist attractions is closed to visitors today. The Eiffel Tower in Paris shut down after employees walked off the job in protest over the financial management of the monument. The closure comes as the city prepares to host the Summer Olympics. I'm Windsor Johnston, NPR News, in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com NPR.